Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bill Atride Radio Show. Uh, today's show is titled Saturn in Capricorn, which uh, takes place uh, this coming week on December 19th. Saturn moves from the sign of Sagittarius into Capricorn, where it will stay until December 17th, 2020. Um, so what I thought we would do today is I would like to look at the significance of Saturn moving from sign to sign to sort of illustrate what that may tell us about certain conditions that we encounter in life in general and also in our own charts, and especially look at this present shift that is occurring between Sagittarius to Capricorn uh, as well. Um, and as always, as before, I will answer your questions during the show after I've made this uh, sort of a little analysis here, or rather lengthy analysis, I guess. Um, I will be more than happy to answer your questions. I see some of you already hanging on there to answer the, ask those questions, and that's great. Um, and whether you want to talk about Saturn in Capricorn or Saturn in your own chart or other some kind of personal question, I would be happy to do so. If you are going to ask a personal question, just have your birth date and place of birth handy. And of course, if you have a, your time of birth, that's even better. Um, and if you want to suggest a topic or a subject for a future show, I'd be happy to hear from you. And, and also, I, I, I want to make it clear because some people have asked this, and I, I, would, I would assume that people would know this, but I shouldn't assume, of course. If you'd like to have an actual reading with me, um, please feel free to call me at 646-401-01. What is my number now? I'm losing track of my number. Uh, or email me. Just email me at billattride, B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com or any way you can contact me through the website here. Uh, and I'd be happy to, um, to uh, talk to you about what that entails and any questions you might have about a reading. I'd be happy to answer them for you. Um, and again, I'll be doing another show very soon to look ahead at 2018, probably in the first week of January. So look forward to that. Okay. So, so let's get on to the show because I have a lot I want to talk about here and then I want to get to all of you waiting there. So, so let's begin this little talk about Saturn. Now, what is Saturn? Well, Saturn is one of the outer planets, of course, um, and it is said to be the avatar of your fundamental test or ch greatest challenge in any life. But most wonderfully, for this is how you grow, it is by this challenge and your overcoming of it that forms the substance of your spiritual growth. As much as Saturn may indicate where you may stumble and fall again and again, it is also the luminous beacon of your truest spiritual strength. Saturn is the teacher, and it is here to bring forth or elicit your greatest gift of spirit. We will look at Saturn in the 12 signs today and focus upon this current shift for us all as we move from Sagittarius to Capricorn. For having considered for over the past years, two years or more, the question, what is truth? which is what Saturn and Sagittarius is all about, now we must all face the test and opportunity of how to better bring this truth into our lives. For it is not enough to know the truth, to consider what is right and what is wrong. You are here to become this truth and make your world a better place. You are here to follow the path of praxis, which means you are here to be the truth, to live your truth and make it real. Well, how does Saturn work? I mean, in terms of what its principle is, what is, its, what is it the avatar of? Well, we can look at Saturn as being the teacher or what you might call the blacksmith, like in steelmaking, the temperer of your, of your soul, of your purpose, and the keeper of your path of self-fulfillment. Consider this. 
on all planes of existence, from the spiritual to the mental, from the emotional to the physical, the laws of life operate in much the same fashion. And so, with Saturn the teacher, we can see these parallels of physical development of our bones and muscles as being elicited and stimulated by our very exertions and physical straining, wherein the micro-tearing of our muscles and other fibers leads to their very renewal and rebuilding of our bodies into ever stronger forms. We temper our bodies by pushing harder. We grow by tearing down and rebuilding. As the adage goes, you got to use it or lose it. Well, this same principle applies to the other planes upon which we abide. Our emotional shocks and traumas lead to the development of our greater capacity to handle these challenges in the future. And most wonderfully, these very real pains and sufferings stimulate the growth of those spiritual feelings that make us truly human, our capacity for compassion, empathy, and personal love as well. The challenges thrown down by intellectual competition lead to the very development of more comprehensive and complex connections within our minds and between one another. Through mental strivings and intellectual competition, we help one another to move beyond our more limited or narrow understandings. We make possible for one another our journey to the greater understanding. And finally, and likewise, the manifold and many layered spiritual challenges we are brought to, the agonies and ecstasies of our spiritual struggles and their eventual overcoming. These are the spiritual smithies that develop our highest and finest attributes of self-sacrifice and unconditional love for one another. All of these realms, from the physical on up to the spiritual, and all of these tests and resulting growths can be seen as wholly or in part brought to bear in your life by the movement of Saturn, moving from sign to sign and through the houses of your astrological chart. Saturn is the instrument of making real your potentials, of making manifest your spiritual destiny. Of course, the influence or interpretation of any one planet in an astrological sign will be greatly informed by its house placement in that chart and then further modulated by the aspects it forms with other planets. Still, we can ascertain a great deal by the sign placement of Saturn, which we are going to consider today. Just like with my previous show on Jupiter, we always have to keep in mind the overall approach we should have with regards to astrology and any one chart. The ancient teachings remind us to approach the mystery of this universe and the equally profound mystery of any being in it holistically and intuitively. In astrology, we need to look at the whole of the chart first to intuit or feel its pattern or shape. Inevitably, you will find your attention to be pulled toward a particular planet, to feel its placement in a sign or house, or just like as you would see something in a particular person and look at them in terms of a trait or quality or their, their tone or their voice or the way they're dressed. And so as you look at these various things in a chart of signs and houses and planets or aspects between planets, you will need to think and feel what this means with regard to that planet or planets being in such a sign or house or houses and their aspects to one another. But then you must pull back once again and not become too focused upon any one factor as you need to keep weaving together all the various qualities into a greater whole. So what you must do is not remain still or become stuck. You must move with spirit. You will move with the truth, which is life. You must keep your attention moving around and moving in and out of focus as you observe one thing after another, 
looking upon one quality or factor and then onto many factors that you weave and hold together as one. The chart, like a person before you, will eventually sing to you or be like a painting or story. It, it or they will reveal themselves to you and then you will find your words. Certainly by just examining one planet in any chart like Saturn, you're going to miss more than you discover. And yet it will be still very instructive. Typically, an astrologer will look at a chart and try to size it up by looking at three factors, the sun sign, the moon sign, and the rising sign, in order to gain a sense of the overall nature of that person. When looking at just one factor in a person's chart, as here with Saturn, we will understand something about the nature of that person with regards to their greatest test and their strength. We can determine to a considerable degree in what manner they will take their pure potential to be most anything and form that into something tangible and real. They will find their self-fulfillment through Saturn. But we will certainly need to consider other things as well. The aspects of Saturn to other planets, what influences are brought into their Saturnine experience. For example, if there are supportive aspects between a person's sun and moon or Jupiter to their Saturn, that will be a far different from, say, a Jupiter-Saturn square or Sun-Saturn opposition with regards to their journey towards self-realization. So while remembering those qualifications, and they are many, let's see what might be the most essential meanings of Saturn in the 12 signs of the zodiac. And then consider this passage of Saturn, which we are seeing happen this coming week, uh, moving from Sagittarius into Capricorn. So looking at Saturn in the signs, Saturn in Aries, indicates that the test of the individual's life will be faced in the ever unfolding moment of the now. Saturn in Aries is the test of presence and is here where the past meets the future, whereby bringing to bear the most appropriate response to the present circumstance, the individual forges a better future and redeems their past. The gift of Saturn in Aries is leadership. Saturn in Taurus brings the test of value. The individual need to discover their true worth, their source of value, which ultimately arises in their spiritual core, in their spark of the divine. In truth, all beings are priceless beyond any finite measure, as all of creation is spirit moving through ever more perfect forms of self-realization. The gift of Saturn in Taurus is unconditional love. Saturn in Gemini, well, that fosters the test of intelligence. The individual come to realize that it is not by having information or the knowledge of things as the measure of being witty or smart. True intelligence is found by the capacity to think beyond the self-made boundaries of the mind formed by assumptions and to adjust one's point of view to consider multiple perspectives and thereby eliminate the self-cast shadows and move towards a more inclusive comprehension. The gift of Saturn in Gemini is clear seeing. The test of, Saturn, test of Saturn in Cancer brings the test of security. The individual experience a loss of security so that they will take up the task of finding what is truly their core, what is their source of center. The of Saturn in Cancer is to align oneself to the essential root of one and all, to care for oneself and for all of creation. Saturn in Leo indicates the test of authenticity. 
The individual will be challenged to delve deep within, define and recognize their true self, and then to go forth and express that self into ever more meaningful forms of expression as a leader and as a creator, but most fundamentally to live by and for unconditional love. The gift of Saturn and Leo is to shine. Saturn in Virgo brings the test of order. The lessons of life will teach the individual to find the true source of peace within, so that they may equally create wholesome environments around themselves too. Their path of life is about healing. The gift of Saturn in Virgo is to walk in beauty, to be at peace. Saturn in Libra fosters the test of relationship. The individual's experiences in relationship will bring them to the truth that the fate of all their relationships depends upon their relationship to their own true self. Their path of life is to forge and protect the space of we. The gift of Saturn in Libra is to find oneself in one another. Saturn in Scorpio brings the test of union. The individual will be challenged to move beyond the seeming impassable boundary between oneself and another and experience the mystery and joy of true union. It is in this passing beyond the illusion of separation and experiencing the underlying truth that there is but one spirit that they will move out of the valley of the shadow of death and become without fear. The gift of Saturn in Scorpio is to be fearless, to truly know that one is immortal. Saturn in Sagittarius, what we have just finishing up here, indicates the test of truth. The individual will be challenged to take up the journey to the greater awareness by seeking for meaning in their own civilization as they equally journey through many other cultures, hierarchies of religion, philosophy, and science. The gift of Saturn in Sagittarius is wisdom. Saturn in Capricorn, where we are now to head as a whole planet, brings the test of responsibility. The individual face the challenge of their purpose to truly understand what is success and what is failure. They will come to experience the true nature of their path, that it is not about having or not having success. The journey of spirit is about you becoming you. It is about self-fulfillment. The gift of Saturn in Capricorn is honor and humility. Saturn in Aquarius fosters the test of community. The individual will be challenged to expand their understanding of the pursuit of happiness and understand that our dreams are made of one another, that our own personal happiness is fulfilled in the dreams come true of our companions and our community. The gift of Saturn in Aquarius is to find true happiness, which is self-fulfillment in fellowship and everlasting friendship. And finally, Saturn in Pisces brings the test of faith. The individual will face the ultimate divide between darkness and the light and discover their true spiritual nature. This divide can be simply put as this. What does it mean to be fully human? The question is, are you still a captive of fear, circumscribed by your own self-cast shadows? Are you a reactive fatalist about your life? Or 
Have you realized that you are a creator dreamer, one who has a faith that is founded upon your immortal spiritual nature? You are fully human only when you have awakened, when you are fully conscious co-creator of creation. The gift of Saturn in Pisces is faith and hope. So let's turn now and just consider more and more in detail what we are now moving into as a planet, as a, as a people, uh, moving now as Saturn moves for us into the sign of Capricorn. And as I like to term this, this is the test of responsibility and it is the way of self-fulfillment. For almost three years now, uh, the planet of reality and testing, the planet Saturn, has been sweeping through the sign of Sagittarius, the sign of truth. Looking at the world today and considering what we have come through in these past few years, one could hardly find a more fitting title for this recent period than it being on so many levels, from the most intimate matters of personal and sexual considerations to the most national, political, and geopolitical realms, this has truly been a time when we have witnessed the test of truth. The very definition of what is knowable, what is fact or fiction, the whole idea of alternative facts of what is truly true has been the underlying as well as overarching theme for our time. It certainly seems we are all moving through a period of great lessons, a truly teaching moment, but now we must take our next step. Today we turn to our next opportunity, the challenge and test from Saturn. This week, the Lord of Manifestation and Reality moves into his very own sign of Capricorn. By the way, the most recent times for Saturn and Capricorn were previous to now, 1988 to 91, or you could go back to 1959 to 62, or 1929 to 1932. Most interesting times indeed. What is our teacher asking of us now? If Saturn and Sagittarius shaped our growth through tests of our understanding, truth, and meaning, what does Saturn and Capricorn bring? Well, whereas a planet in a mutable sign like Gemini or Sagittarius has much to do with meaning or understanding, the cardinal signs like Cancer or here with Saturn and Capricorn are about identity and action. The question or test of Saturn and Capricorn is the test of position. It is the test of social responsibility. It reveals the worthwhileness of the hierarchies of any society and culture, the viability and strength of a civilization's institutions, whether they be of the family or community, civil or corporate, local or national. Given that we are also in this great historical transition, of Pluto's transit through the Capricorn as well, which by the way, from 2008 to 2024, we are trying to find our way as the very substance of the world order that came into being in the late 1700s is being broken down and transformed. And as I have mentioned in numerous shows and blog postings about this, we are here right now to witness the end of an age and help one another into a new age. So it would follow then that Cap Saturn now moving into Capricorn will bring about an intensification of this challenge. Saturn moving into Capricorn heralds a time of reckoning. 
You must be true to yourself and to one another. You must be your truth and rebuild your world. Saturn and Capricorn ask you to do one thing. Be responsible. Responsibility is founded upon one thing, a right alignment with your true self, with the light of love that guides your heart. As in cancer, you find your way to meet the needs of one another in spontaneous caring, as a parent for the needs of your child, as a friend you share and shape one another's dreams. And with your partner, you find your way to unconditional love. But Capricorn calls you to fulfill the promise of cancer, that you take what was spontaneous and pure and then fold it into something that will last. You are called by Saturn in Capricorn to be responsible to your larger social circumstances. The institutions of this age are trembling, cracking, and seemingly failing you. But, but know this, they were made and formed by every one of us. If we wish our village, town, state, and nation to be these larger instruments of our self-fulfillment, then we must be that change. The fault lies not in our things that we have made, and the fault lies not in our stars. The fault and solution of our troubles lies in our spiritual awareness and practice. The solution for our crisis of civilization is to be found in each and every human heart. The path of healing must start with our love for one another. Your first responsibility to yourself, to understand who and what you are and go out every day and strive to be the very best of that. And then equally and naturally, your second responsibility is to care for one another, to help your partner, child, friend, and neighbor to be the very best that they can be too. We are here to be fulfilled, and we cannot do that if we do not do that for one and for all. Well, uh, I just wanted to put that out there as <laughs> my message of the day, and I hope it resonates for many, if not all of you. But many of you have, of course, been holding on very patiently here to, to ask me a question or to comment on what I just uh, uh, laid before you here. I'm also going to publish this as part of my blog posting next week and also be talking about the sun going into Capricorn next week. And, of course, Mercury goes direct next week. There's a, there's a lot happening up there. Um, and then, of course, I'll be rolling out my forecast in, uh, for 2018, both as a show here on the, on the radio, as well as perhaps several postings like I did last year, looking back at the past year, looking at the present year that we're in uh, coming up and looking at years to come to see where it's all headed. But let's take up now um, your questions. And so I'm going to go in order of people as you called in here. So let's see who's on the line today. Okay. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Hello. 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 Hi there. Hi. Hi. Who's this? My name is Veronica. Veronica. Hi, Veronica. Um, I just called in for a mini reading of what you see coming up for me in 2018. Okay, well, you know what I'm going to ask you. What is your birth date? 
Okay. And do you know what time you're born? Between 7.30 and 8 p.m. Okay. Hold on. Um, so when we get that, we, we, just, we split the difference. We just say 7.45. <laughs> so we, mm-hmm. we're, we're capturing pretty closely. Uh, 7.45 p.m., you said, right? And where were you born? Um, in Guyana. G-U-Y-A-N-A. Can you give me a town in Guyana? New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Okay, sounds good. And let me go there and Guyana. There we go. There we go. Okay, and you just want to have a little understanding about what's coming up for you in the coming year. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Um, You may or may not know that you indeed are one of those individuals born with Saturn and Capricorn. (laughs) So, so uh, you'll be finding in this coming period that you are, again, faced with what is your lifelong quest to deal with the nature of responsibility and self-fulfillment. Uh, and working through those matters in your life is extremely important. Um, so that is certainly front and center for you. Um, and always know this, that throughout your life, your happiness and well-being really comes from your public life and your career life or your connections to your community in terms of what you're working in out there, because that mm-hmm. is what makes your emotions rise high or fall low is, is your fulfillment outwardly in this lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. There is every possibility here uh, the planet Jupiter, the biggest planet in, in the heavens is marching now through Scorpio. And that in fact is the sign of your 10th house of career Uh, And so Jupiter just moved in there just in the last month or so and will remain there until the fall of 2018, which means you are in a very special period in terms of um, to the extent you've done your right by yourself and done your work as you should have done it. Now you're going to reap what you've sown and have uh, a greater year in your business, promotions and raises, jumping to a better business, um, good fortunes shining on you this year in terms of success and achievement um, because of Jupiter being at the top of your chart. Okay. Okay. Um, It looks, it looks good to me. (laughs) So I, I, but I would think that what you had to do in these last few months and maybe with this last year, Saturn around at the end of Sagittarius, it was going back and forth over that Jupiter in your own chart, which you have at the end of Sagittarius. And that meant you had to, be weighing the different possibilities of how you could grow at this time. And the challenge of you for you this last year was to not try to do too much or everything, but to choose one or two or three things by focusing and doing less, you would end up with more. If you tried to do too much or take too much on and spread yourself too thin, then you would not do as well at a time like this. So this has required a choice by you choose the best possible path or paths at this time. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Good luck to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello. This is Bill. Hi. 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 (laughs) Who is this? This is Rose. Hi, Rose. (laughs) 
I think you're an excellent astrologer, by the way, and your voice and your confidence, everything is awesome. Well, um, I, 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 I love what I do. I can't believe I get to do this, so, but thank you. <laughs> well, you're very good at it. Um, my question is about work. I applied for a job. I really want this job. It's a okay. great company. It pays well, and I've already had two phone interviews, and I'm hoping to get an in-person interview with the guy I'm going to be working with. I really don't know, but I want to know how does it look for me in 2018 with regards to work and possibly this job that I applied for. Sure. So what's your birth date? December 10, 1956. Okay. And the time? 4.25 p.m. in Jersey City, New Jersey. Okay. All right, there you are. Hold on, and let's just see what's going on here. Um, okay, Sagittarius. And you're, well, you're born at the full moon. Uh, no, not full, I'm sorry. Sagittarius with Pisces moon. Also moon in the 10th house, just like our previous caller. So <laughs> your, 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 your feelings and feelings of yourself rise fall with your public position that is true also here so it is very important to you as it is for many of us um and let's see what's going on here for you um well again your ruler the planet jupiter uh quite fortuitously in the last month or so has entered your sixth house the house of work and working conditions it's not quite the same as the previous caller when jupiter's in the 10th house and we're reaping the full benefits but Jupiter in the sixth house does promise improving conditions in the workspace so that my, my, if I'm an existing job, it gets better and I get movements and developments within that job. If it requires me moving to a better position altogether by changing jobs, this also very much favors this at this time. Um, and this, this energy of Jupiter in your sixth house will last until the f- late fall, into the, even the beginning of 2000. And 19. Um, so just from that one indicator alone, that certainly seems to favor this. Um, though there's been a lot of soul searching these last couple of years for you with your progress moon going to the 12th house. And in terms of you really feeling that you're moving out of a time of, of looking backwards and trying to understand what you've been through, as opposed to looking more forwards and creating a new you in the now, that transition seems to happen more in about four to five months when your progressed moon comes into your first house. So I think you're, you're in a, definitely an improving place in terms of your work and work conditions, your own emotional sense about yourself and sense of where you find yourself in your life is going to take a huge jump uh, come the spring, early summer of 2018 with that movement of the moon into your first house, that will be very key. Um, so I think, I think things are looking up. It was definitely a difficult year emotionally, one with that moon in the 12th house and with Saturn going over your moon this last year. Um, but I think that, that pressure or difficulty is now lifting. And certainly the conditions in your workspace are improving. Now, of course, Mercury is retrograde for all of us till the 22nd, um, and yet it's now retrograding back through your sixth house of work, 
and will go direct there on December 22nd. So I would say um, don't worry yet about messages or information, but from the 22nd onwards, there's, there's, there's information coming your way with regards to your work and working conditions. Great. Okay. So hopefully I'll get an interview and get hired for this job. <laughs> I, well, you. de- you're definitely going to have better conditions at work uh, throughout the year coming up. That's for sure. All right. Thank you so much, Bill. You're very welcome, Rose. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Hi, it's Bill. Who's this? Hey, Bill. It's Jay calling from Canada. How's it going? Um, it's going well, Jay. How are you? Good. Great, Good. Uh, great astrology voice, as that person last said. So great, great information, too. Thank you. How can I help you? Um, sure. My birthday is March 24th, 1964. Mm-hmm. And uh, 11.54 p.m. Okay. Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada. Medicine Hat in Alberta, Canada we put in is AB in that program here. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. good. Okay. Um, and what can I do for you today? I just wonder about relationships for next year um, because this year is about relationships. So moving forward, maybe just as in a relationship with myself too and, and how I, you know, express myself with the other world. So it's relationships for, for next year. Okay. Um well, again, uh, in looking at relationships in general, of course, you know that in your chart um, you have Gemini on your seventh house of relationships. And so though, mm-hmm. though we're all drawn to one another, obviously there's first a physical attraction and sense of emotional compatibility and all those things. At the end of the day for you, Jay, it has to be an intellectually stimulating relationship. Otherwise, it, it will not be. <laughs> so that you need to be with partners who are multifaceted and interesting and, and complex and thereby engaging you and you and them in this wonderful experience of, of intellectual growth and development through relationship is essential for your well-being. Um, in regard to what may be taking place there in the coming year, I guess the, the most significant thing to me would be that your progress moon had been making this long journey through the eighth house of your chart um, over the last three years. And it just left there about four months ago. And so there's been a huge shift in your emotional state and receptivity. And whereas the last several years, it was a struggle in terms of union and separation and death and rebirth emotionally, literally, you've now moved into this realm of understanding where now I'm seeking to tell my story to others, but also expand my understanding. And it is a much more emotionally available kind of energy that you're going to find yourself moving through now in terms of relationship and partnership in your life. Um, And a very likelihood that you might find more coming your way in terms of emotional satisfactions and connections through going back to school or traveling or, or expanding your own horizons and pushing beyond the familiar um, may bring something uh, unforeseen or not normal or expectable into your life at this time. 
Um, let me just take another quick look at just because I you know looking at it just visually here where all the planets are, but what's also very helpful in this kind of question or any question would be what are the exact aspects that are forming up here? And I'm going to just look at that in terms of what else the chart's showing here. It's what I suspected. I was looking at it, eyeballing it, but it is true. Um, you have the planet Pluto this coming year moving over your Venus in the most positive aspect it could form. Uh, Pluto, again, is the will and centeredness, and moving over Venus means there's a profound connection to your own sense of value and beauty that's being brought to you in this coming year, which often then is reproduced and, and lived out in a deeper, much more meaningful sort of connection in one's life to another. Um, and so a deep connection, a connection being made in terms of value and beauty and love is very, very possible this year. Um, I would say this whole last year, this coming year, this last year, it's like, it was like driving with the brakes on. Okay, Jay. Yeah. Um, there would, oh, yeah. there would have been frustrations and delays and knocking your head against the wall. And the message was walk around the wall <laughs> or, or just wait. Uh, but ever, after we got through November, that's gone away and you can move forward now more steadily without that resistance and delay blocking your path. That was because Saturn was going over your Mars this last year. Um, and that's always every seven or eight years that'll happen. And it's just like driving with the brakes on. And, and that's, that is the planet that rules your house of romance and love. So it certainly would have a reflect itself in that arena, but that's, that's done now. Okay. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm actually, um, you know, dating a cancer person right now. Okay. Chart. And that's oh, very great. interesting. It goes okay. way, well, it's way different. <laughs> way different. Well, again, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're a very fiery, earthy person, um, but you have a bit of water in your chart. But, of course, cancer, a Cancer-Aries relationship is all about understanding that we are two different types, and yet we're both people who believe in doing things. It's a cardinal energy. But we, we, what stimulates us to act, Aries, Aries acts because it's the right thing to do, and Cancer acts because it feels like the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so they follow their feelings and you follow your ideals. And yet we need to follow both. So we learn a lot from one another in that kind of exchange. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're, You're very, very welcome, cool. Jay. Okay. Talk Take to you care. later. Okay. Bye. 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 Hi, Bill. I'm Hello. Diana. Who's this? I'm Diana. I've spoken Diana? to you a couple of times before. Yes. Oh, I and, might have uh, you then in uh, here. Let me see. Uh, yes. I, uh, Deanna, Deanna, November 8th, 49, is that it? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. I wanted to tell oh. you I loved the explanation in the beginning, and uh, it was very informative. Thank you so much. You really are great. Oh, great. And do you know, do you recall or know where your Saturn is in your chart? <laughs> well, in looking at it, I think it is in the third house. In Scorpio, I'm not sure. Oh, that's that's your son. Your son's in the third house in Scorpio, right? Your, okay. I, I was, yeah, yeah. Your Saturn is in Virgo in your first house. Um, okay. So, so just to apply what we were talking about today to you, your test in life is a is the test of healing. Um, it's a test of creating the right kind of order for your life, where you can find peace within and then create peace around yourself. 
Um, and that's so. very, very um, opportune because right now I'm facing uh, a health problem. I haven't seen the doctor, but I know oh. that. It's just painfully evident, and I won't be able to see them until next year when I have my insurance. But right. yes. Oh, gee. Yeah, well, I'm so sorry. Um, and and, and, and um, is it that that's why you're calling today is because you want to know about what that might be in your chart, what's going on there? Uh, that and work, because without work, I am penniless. And it's okay. been a lot of years like that. And I understand 21st of this month is going to be a major change in my life because of Saturn going over my Capricorn or something like that. Well, yeah, Saturn, Saturn for you, as it goes into Capricorn in your chart, also then moves from one house to another. It goes into your fifth house, which is the house of self-expression and creativity and, and leadership. It, it will ask you to stretch yourself now and take on, move on to a new stage or place of realization, like acting in a new place, working in a new place, trying on a new role, will be what the universe is asking you to do at this time. And, and so you, by flowing with that, working with that, you're on your path. Um, but I, I, but I, I'm, I'm sad, sad to hear that you're, you're dealing with this physical difficulty as well. Um, and, and again, uh, a Scorpio is the most remarkable sign. It is a sign that is said to have the greatest strength and capacity for renewal and self-healing of any sign. It's not always told to them, well, that's because you're going to need it, <laughs> but, but, but it's true. Uh, and so we look at Saturn, Scorpios as being that sign of rebirth and renewal and, 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 and tremendous capacity to do so. Um, and there probably are reasons as to why this is being activated once again in your life right now. Um, yeah. So, you know, um, I, I would think that um, the good news for all Scorpios this year is, again, the planet we were talking about before, the last time around, Jupiter, as we said, Jupiter moved into, into Scorpio this year on October the 10th. Um, and so you and all your fellow Scorpios have the great gift of the greater benefic in your sign all this year till the end, till November, 2018. And that means this is a time when you are, can expect blessings coming to you, good fortune coming to you to the extent we've earned it. We now receive it. Um, and that there is more protection offered to you, whether that be physically in terms of your health or economically in terms of your well-being and getting a job. Jupiter is in your corner this year, you might say, helping you in that regard. So that's good news indeed. Um, did, did you see that in my chart, the physical situation that I am now facing? And it is a consequence of 10 years of difficulties. Um, well, again, when you're born with Saturn in Virgo, as you are, there are going to be underlying issues that will be encountered perhaps more than once in the life that, that, that affect the individual and they have to work through. Um, and then what, what may trigger it or precipitate it would be either Saturn itself lining up in certain significant ways, typically, and or um, other major planetary alignments that indicate uh, stresses or strains that are now beginning to become uh, apparent on first spiritually, we go through a period of spiritual uneasiness or ill at easiness, and then mental disquiet, emotional upset, and finally physical ill health can be 
uh, a consequence. Um, and so it's all about bringing things back into balance is what it's calling for. Um, what, what particular area are you finding that's causing or kicking up trouble for you right now? The, in this, the instability, the financial instability, really hoping for work more steadily right. and, you know, yeah. support from, you know, family. I yeah. don't mean financial support. I mean affection. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, um, th- I, I cannot say for certain that things are going to improve, but I would hope and believe that with Jupiter being there for you in Scorpio now and having just moved over your son, that things would be looking up and you would find more favor or good fortune in a year like this. Um, so I, I think it's um, whatever you're doing to secure that job and whatever you're doing to secure that better support and affection from your family, of course, you have to let them know. You have to be vulnerable as a sign of your strength to say, I need some help here. And they would hopefully reach out and acknowledge that. Um, that's important. That's essential. Um, and so we have to um, be, let people come in to help us when we need that help. And certainly when we're sick or when we're financially in distress, we should look for our lifelines with others. Bill, I have two questions not related to me. One is, have you remembered your phone number? Because as soon as I can, I'd like to contact you. And two oh, yeah. is, what is, your, what is your sign? Oh, I'm an Aquarius. I'm born February 17th. Um, I think it's, if I, let, me, let me try to re- say my number. It's 646-401-0155. That's, I was stumbling over when, all these ones and zeros. So it's 646-401-0155 is my phone number. And then my email is Bill Atride. my name, just one word, at gmail.com. And it's fine to contact me either way. Okay? Thank, thank you very, very much. I want to keep on listening. So if you could put me on hold, I want to wish you the best end of the year holy days. Okay. Thank you very much. Again, you could be listening to the computer, you know, so that's, that's fine. But I'll, I'll just click I you off. And make you... Oh, that's a good. <laughs> then, okay. That's iPhone. great. That's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> thank you for calling in then. I'll just put you thank on you. mute um, and then go to the next person. Thank you very much, Deanna. Okay. Blessings. Bye-bye. <laughs> Gracias. Hello. Hi there. Hi, this, this is, is Bill. Hi, How Jane. are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hi, yeah. Hi, so you need my date of birth? Are uh, you uh, sure? Sure. If you if you have a question or you want to ask a question about yourself, if, what? Sorry, what was it? Uh, uh yes. Um, just wondering what you can see coming up for me in the next few months regarding sure. career and love. Okay. So your birth date. It's June 1870. 1970, okay. And do you know what time you're born? Sorry. Go Uh, ahead. 5.32 a.m. 5.32 a.m. And And where were you you born? Scarborough. Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. Scarborough. Let me see if I can get that in here. Ontario. Okay. There we go. Okay. Um, 
Okay, and let's just see what we have here. So June 18, 1970, 5.32 a.m., Scarborough, Ontario. And mm-hmm. you're looking to know what's happening in both career and in relationship. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Well, in, in regards to relationship, boy, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting time because, again, the teacher, the tester, Saturn, that planet, has just moved, has been da- dancing around, uh, crossing back and forth over your seventh house cusp in this last year, but now it's moved in there to stay. And that only happens once every 29 years. And when Saturn's in our seventh house, um, it's the most serious time for relationships and partnerships. It is said to be, for most of us, the time of marriage and divorce symbolically. So this is a very serious time for relationship. (laughs) And, And that means every relationship of your life is going to go through great development and quickening now. Good ones will get even better. A difficult one can find a path towards healing. And one that can't be or should never have been can be more easily let go of. Now, what you've also come through this last year, and this is just finishing up now, I mean literally finishing up in this week, this whole year you've had the planet Neptune moving back and forth over your moon, which means, Jane, if you were thought you were feeling things clearly, you were very mistaken. <laughs> this last year oh, okay. has, been, has been amazing for the imagination and great for emotional intuitiveness and clear seeing when you didn't wish to see anything at all. But when you wanted to feel something or wished to feel something, you could have gotten confused in a hall of mirrors and it'd be like smoke and fog <laughs> and mirrors. Um, so you've been really confused this last year. Yeah. <laughs> and you might say, well, what's, what's the point of confusion? Why do I have to go through this? Well, everything happens for a reason. And we go through confusion to point out that we were seeing things in a more illusionary way, that things aren't what they seem, and that we need to expand our understanding to encompass, again, as I say, the greater reality. So the only way to get from one state of awareness emotionally to another or any kind of awareness is to first, it begins to break down what we had. It becomes more dissonant or, con- or not working, not adding up until finally we're thrown into a state of total confusion, which seems like the worst place to be. But I always say, oh, good. <laughs> now, now, the, now the new understanding can come because we let go, and that's how we grow. Mm-hmm. You come to a new yeah. epiphany because you let go of the old certainty. And so you have come through an, an emotional awakening in this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so y- you will now be ready for a, a healthier experience of your emotional needs of both how you re- reveal them to others and expand, uh, let them know what you need from them, as well as be able to give it to others and give them what they need more truly will be that much easier to accomplish now that this has happened. But, but during this last year, it would have been very difficult. Even, I mean, you oh, could yeah. be a masterful person, a very, very, very evolved person, and maybe that wouldn't have, would have thrown you too much. But believe me, most people in a time like this would be wondering what the hell is going on. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing yeah. at you. I'm laughing for you. Because uh, uh, I've been through <laughs> Neptune, too. It, it, it's a humbling experience. But in the end, you go, it's all good. Yeah. Um, so, so now with Saturn in your seventh house and, uh, and such, um, I would think that serious progressive developments will now take place for you in this most special realm of relationship. Now, again, connected to that whole work question, because your moon's in the sixth house of work and Neptune was squaring your moon from the 10th house of career, equally to your personal emotional confusion would have been some very strange circumstances, either in a job or arising trying to secure a job because things were just sort of slipping through your fingers or very elusive in that domain of work. Again, that's what's now going to uh-huh. clear up. And just like a previous caller, okay. you have Ju- Jupiter now has just moved into your sixth house of work. So for the next year plus, for like the next 13, 14 months, you have the benefit of Jupiter, the planet of growth, moving through your sixth house of work and health. Uh, and so there's improving conditions to take place there over these next many months. Okay. Are you there, oh, Jane? Good. That sounds good. Oh. Okay, good. Oh, good. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Uh, well, I'm going to yeah. go on to my next caller, okay? <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, thank Jane. Thanks thank for calling. You, okay. Thank you. Sure. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is Bill. Who's Hi. this? My name is Tanika. Tanita? Tanika. Could you spell that? T-A-N-E-K-A. Oh, T-A-N-E-K-A. Tanika. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And, yeah. What's, what's, and do you have a question for me, Tanika? Yes, I just wanted to take a look at what's going on for me and what's coming up for me because nothing has seemed to be working out for me as an adult like my whole okay. life. Okay, well, let's look. Um, okay, that sounds serious. Let's take a look. What's your birth date? It's September the 3rd, 1978. Okay, and do you know the time? I was always told around 7 or 7.30 a.m. No one really knows. Okay, well, we'll take a look at 7.15 a.m. Just go right in the middle there. We just do that just as a habit. Um, and where were you born? What city and, and state or town were you born in? I was born in Jamaica in a, in the capital Kingston. Mhm. Okay. Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. And let's see what we have here. Um Ah, well again, you're another person with Saturn in Virgo and of course you are a Virgo and given your time of birth, you're born at sunrise, so you're a double Virgo. But get this, Tanika, you're a triple Virgo. Your sun is in Virgo. Your moon is in Virgo. Your rising sign is Virgo. And you have the teacher Saturn next to your sun in Virgo. This is truly a lifetime of working on healing uh, and of ordering your life from within outwards is the path that you're walking. Um, Given all that need to work on, on oneself and self-improvement, whether it be physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, this is truly the path you're walking in this lifetime. You are here to be healed and then to become a healer. 
Um, and we do that in many ways. People, they're, you know, bartenders are great counselors and advisors. I'm not saying a person has to be in the healing profession, though I don't say a person should be a bartender and be a healer, but I'm saying there are many ways we heal and help one another and provide things for one another. But certainly this is a path, you are on a path of service um, and you are on a path of healing. Um, and usually what comes about with this is that you're born into a world that makes no sense. It's ordered in such a way that it either doesn't make sense to you or it wasn't ordered at all. It, it wouldn't make sense to anybody. And so you're trying to find your way into a world to make a world that makes sense. Um, and so you, you, you need to, uh, you will find yourself at times challenged and have to go deep within yourself to find answers in this lifetime where they are to be found. But then to help that, you will need to find or to look for teachers in your life that can help you master certain techniques or a craft that you then can apply yourself through. Um, you're very much a sensitive. You are very affected by your surroundings. So if you're around good, positive, uplifting people or beautiful, warm, harmonious physical circumstances, you will feel wonderful. But if you're around mm -hmm. negative physical conditions or negative or angry or disturbed people, um, it's hard for you, it's really hard for you to keep that at bay. It, it, it just affects you so strongly. You're a sponge and mm -hmm. you've got to be a smart sponge. Move away from the negative. Um, it's not about you and your sensitivity is your greatest strength. You will curse it. I am sure. But understand, you gave yourself this gift of great perception and intuitiveness, and you can use this gift in your life and your work. Um, it is not easy to be a triple. When everything is in one, when all the eggs are in one basket, Virgo, 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 you need to learn everything you can about what it means to be Virgo and realize it is an amazing sign in terms of its clarity of understanding, its particularness in terms of exact. It's not looking perfection. Virgos are looking to be whole. And as I like to say to all my Virgo clients and anybody who has Saturn in Virgo and you have that too, your key to life is the key of Virgo. You need to walk a path of beauty. You need to live in beauty, which means living in wholeness. If you want to talk or send me a message, you've got my email. I've mentioned it there, my phone call, my phone number. Um, I could talk to you a little bit more about this, but, but certainly – um, I would, I would hope and believe that things will turn around. Oh, there we go. I knew my time was coming up. Uh, so I'm rushing here. Um, so we could, we could, we could chat a little bit further if you want at some point. Okay. I've got other sessions today after this radio show, but I could take a look for you. So contact me again if you want by email. Okay. Tanika. What is your email address? It's, it's bill at tried all one word, B I L L A T T R I D E at gmail.com. And you could also just Google my name, all my, all my contact information. If you Google my name, the blog comes up and other shows come up and it'll all be on those various postings in, in, on the internet. Okay. B I L A T T R E L. B I L L A T T R I D E at gmail.com. So it's just my first and last names and then gmail.com at gmail.com. Okay. Okay, Tanika. 
my very best Thank to you, you. And, and, and then and I'm going to say goodbye now. And, and to all my listeners who, who many I didn't get to, I see you all lined up there and I do apologize. Um, perhaps I'm going to do some shows, as I've said this before, just do a show to have people call in and ask questions. And we'll get that on the calendar at some point soon, too. I look forward to I look forward to talking to you all again really soon and talking about the new year, what's coming up in 2018. My very best to all of you and bye for now.